Act One of The Gondoliers, or The King of Barataria, by W. S. Gilbert. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Narrator, read by Tom Geller. Luis, read by Larry Wilson. Fiametta, read by Maria Fatima da Silva. Casilda. Read by Beth Thomas. Gianetta. Read by Lian Yao. Julia. Read by Naomi Madeline. Vittoria. Read by Bavia. Tessa. A Cantadina. Read by T.J. Burns. Antonio. Annibale. And Male Chorus. Read by Aaron White. Francesco and Giorgio. Read by Mark Nelson. Giuseppe Palmieri, read by Thomas Peter. Marco Palmieri, read by Josh Kibbe. Don Alhambra del Bolero, the Grand Inquisitor, read by Alan Mapstone. The Duke of Plaza Toro, a grandee of Spain, read by Todd. The Duchess of Plaza Toro, read by phone. Act One. Scene, the Piazzetta, Venice. The Ducal Palace on the right. Fiametta, Giulia, Vittoria, and other contadina discovered, each tying a bouquet of roses. List and learn, ye dainty roses, roses white and roses red, why we bind you into posies ere your morning bloom has fled. By a law of maiden's making, accents of a heart that's aching, even though that heart be breaking, should by maiden be unsaid. Though they love with love exceeding, they must seem to be unheeding. Go ye then and do their pleading, roses white and roses red. To there are for whom in duty every maid in Venice sighs, two so peerless in their beauty that they shame the summer skies. We have hearts for them in plenty, they have hearts but all too few. We, alas, are four and twenty. They, alas, are only two. We, alas, alas, are four and twenty. They, alas, alas, are only two. They, alas, are only two, alas. Now ye know, ye dainty roses, roses white and roses red, why we bind you into posies ere your morning bloom has fled. Roses white and roses red. During this chorus, Antonio, Francesco, Giorgio, and other gondoliers have entered unobserved by the girls. At first two, then two more, then four, then half a dozen, then the remainder of the chorus. Good morrow, pretty maids. For whom prepare ye these floral tributes extraordinary? For Marco and Giuseppe Palmieri the pink and flower of all the gondolieri. They're coming here, as we have heard but lately, to choose two brides from us who sit sedately. Do all you maidens love them? Passionately. Passionately. These gondoliers are to be envied greatly. But what of us, who one and all adore you? Have pity on our passion, we implore you. These gentlemen must make their choice before you. In the meantime, we tacitly ignore you. When they have chosen two, that leaves you plenty. Two dozen we and ye are four and twenty. Till then, enjoy your dolce far niente. With pleasure, nobody contradicente. For the merriest fellows are we, tra-la, that ply on the emerald sea, tra-la, with loving and laughing and quipping and quaffing were happy as happy can be tra-la with loving and laughing and quipping and quaffing were happy as happy can be tra-la with sorrow we've nothing to do tra-la and care is a thing to poo-poo tra-la and jealousy yellow unfortunate fellow we drown in the shimmering blue tra-la and jealousy yellow unfortunate fellow we drown in the shimmering blue tra-la looking off 
See, see, at last they come to make their choice. Let us acclaim them with united voice. Marco and Giuseppe appear in gondola at back. Hail, hail, hail gallant gondolieri, benvenuti. Accept our love, our homage and our duty. Benvenuti, benvenuti. Marco and Giuseppe jump ashore. The girls salute them. Buongiorno, signorine. Gondolieri, carissimi, siamo contadini. Bowing. Servitori umilissimi. Perci questi fiori. Questi fiori bellissimi. Per voi, bei signori. Oh, eccellentissimi. The girls present their bouquets to Marco and Giuseppe, who are overwhelmed with them and carry them with difficulty. Ocello, ocello. Buongiorno, cavalieri. Siamo gondolieri. Signorina, io t'amo. Contadine siamo. Signorine. Contadine. Curtsying to Marco and Giuseppe. Cavalieri. Gondolieri. Poveri gondolieri. Buongiorno, signorine. We're called gondolieri, but that's a vagary. It's quite honorary, the trade that we ply. For gallantry noted, since we were short-coated, to beauty devoted are Marco and I. When morning is breaking, our couches forsaking, to greet our awaking with carols we come. At summer day's nooning, when weary lagooning, our mandolins tuning we lazily thrum. When vespers are ringing, to hope ever clinging, with songs of our singing, a vigil we keep. When daylight is fading, in rapt and night shading, with soft serenading, we sing them to sleep. We're called gondolieri, but that's a vagary. It's quite honorary, the trade that we ply. For gallantry noted, since we were short-coated, to beauty devoted are Marco and I. And now, to choose our brides. As all are young and fair, and amiable besides, we really do not care a preference to declare. We really do not care a preference to declare. A bias to disclose would be indelicate. And therefore we propose to let impartial fate select for us a mate. Viva! A bias to disclose would be indelicate. But how do they propose to let impartial fate select for them a mate? These handkerchiefs upon our eyes be good enough to bind. And to take good care that both of us are absolutely blind. And turn us round, and we, with all convenient dispatch, will undertake to marry any two of you we catch. Viva! Viva. They, they undertake to marry any two of us they catch. The girls prepare to bind their eyes as directed. Are you peeping? Can you see me? Dark I'm keeping, dark and dreamy. Marco slyly lifts bandage. If you are blinded, truly say so. All right-minded players play so. Slyly lifts bandage. Detecting Marco. Conduct shady. They are cheating. Surely they deserve a beating. Replaces bandage. Detecting Giuseppe. This too much is. Maidens mocking. Conduct such is. Truly shocking. Replaces bandage. You can spy, sir. Shut your eye, sir. You may use it by and by, sir. You can see, sir. Don't tell me, sir. That will do now. Let it be, sir. My papa, he keeps three horses. Black and white and dapple grey, sir. Turn three times, then take your courses. Catch whichever girl you may, sir. My papa, he keeps three horses. Black and white and dapple grey, sir. Turn three times, then take your courses. Catch whichever girl you may, sir. Marco and Giuseppe turn round, as directed, and try to catch the girls. Business of blind man's buff. Eventually Marco catches Ginetta, and Giuseppe catches Tessa. The two girls try to escape, but in vain. The two men pass their hands over the girls' faces to discover their identity. I've at length achieved a capture. This is Tessa. Removes bandage. Rapture! Rapture! Rapture, rapture! To me, Gianetta, fate is granted. Removes bandage. Just the very girl I wanted. Just, Just the, the very, very girl, girl he wanted. wanted. 
if you'd rather change my goodness this indeed is simple rudeness i've no preference whatever listen to him well i never each man kisses each girl thank you gallant gondolieri in a set and formal measure it is scarcely necessary to express our pleasure each of us to prove a treasure conjugal and monetary gladly will devote our leisure gay and gallant gondolieri tra la 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 tra la 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 gay and gallant gondolieri take us both and hold us tightly you have luck extraordinary we might have been unsightly if we judge your conduct rightly twas a choice involuntary still we thank you most politely gay and gallant gondolieri tra la 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 tra la 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 tra la 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 thank you gallant gondolieri in a set and formal measure it is scarcely necessary to express our pleasure each of us to prove a treasure gladly will devote our leisure gay and gallant gondolieri tra la 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 tra la 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 fate in this has put his finger let us bow to fate's decree then no longer let us linger to the altar hurry we they all dance off two and two janetta with marco tessa with giuseppe flourish a gondola arrives at the piazzetta steps from which enter the duke of plaza toro the duchess their daughter casilda and their attendant louise who carries a drum all are dressed in pompous but old and faded clothes entrance of duke duchess casilda and louise from the sunny spanish shore the duke of plaza toro and his grace's duchess true and his grace's daughter too nor his grace's own particular drum to venetia's shores will come if, if ever, ever 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 they get, get back, back to spain, spain they will never never never, never cross, cross the, the sea, sea again at last we have arrived at our destination this is the ducal palace and it is here that the grand inquisitor resides as a castilian hidalgo of ninety-five quarterings i regret that i am unable to pay my state visit on a horse as a castilian hidalgo of that description i should have preferred to ride through the streets of venice but owing i presume to an unusually wet season the streets are in such a condition that equestrian exercise is impracticable no matter where is our suite coming forward your grace i am here why do you not do yourself the honour to kneel when you address his grace my love it is so small a matter to louise still you may as well do it louise kneels the young man seems to entertain but an imperfect appreciation of the respect due from a menial to a castilian hidalgo my child you are hard upon our suite papa i've no patience with the presumption of persons in his plebeian position if he does not appreciate that position let him be whipped until he does let us hope the omission was not intended as a slight i should be very much hurt if i thought it was so would he to louise where are the habadiers who were to have had the honour of meeting us here that our visit to the grand inquisitor might be made in becoming state your grace the halberdiers are mercenary people who stipulated for a trifle on account how tiresome well let us hope the grand inquisitor is a blind gentleman and the band who were to have had the honour of escorting us i see no band your grace the band are sordid persons who required to be paid in advance that's so like a band insuperable difficulties meet me at every turn but surely they know his grace exactly they know his grace well let us hope that the grand inquisitor is a deaf gentleman a cornetopiston would be something 
You do not happen to possess the accomplishment of tootling like a cornet piston? Alas, no, your grace. But I can imitate a farmyard. I don't see how that would help us. I don't see how we could bring it in. It would not help us in the least. We are not a parcel of graziers come to market, dolt. Louise rises. My love, our sweet feelings. To Louise. Be so good as to ring the bell, and inform the Grand Inquisitor that His Grace, the Duke of Plaza Toro, Count Matadoro, Baron Picadoro, and Sweet, and Sweet, have arrived at Venice, and seek, desire, demand, and demand an audience. Your Grace has but to command. I felt sure of it. I felt sure of it. Exit Louise into Ducal Palace. And now, my love. Aside to Duchess. Shall we tell her? I think so. Aloud to Casilda. And now, my love, prepare for a magnificent surprise. It is my agreeable duty to reveal to you a secret which should make you the happiest young lady in Venice. A secret? A secret which, for state reasons, it has been necessary to preserve for twenty years. When you were a prattling babe six months old, you were married by proxy to no less a personage than the infant son and heir of his majesty, the immeasurably wealthy king of Barataria. Married to the infant son of the king of Barataria? Was I consulted? Duke shakes his head. Then it was a most unpardonable liberty. Consider his extreme youth and forgive us. Shortly after the ceremony, that misguided monarch abandoned the creed of his forefathers and became a Wesleyan Methodist of the most bigoted and persecuting type. The Grand Inquisitor, determined that the innovation should not be perpetuated in Barataria, caused your smiling and unconscious husband to be stolen and conveyed to Venice. A fortnight since, the Methodist monarch and all his Wesleyan court were killed in an insurrection, and we are here to ascertain the whereabouts of your husband, and to hail you, our daughter, as Her Majesty, the reigning queen of Barataria. Kneels. During this speech, Louise re-enters. Your Majesty. Kneels. Drumroll. It is at such moments as these that one feels how necessary it is to travel with a full band. I, the Queen of Barataria, but I've nothing to wear. We are practically penniless. That point has not escaped me. Although I am unhappily in straitened circumstances at present, my social influence is something enormous. And the company, to be called the Duke of Plaza Toro, Limited, is in course of formation to work me. An influential directorate has been secured and I shall myself join the board after allotment. Am I to understand that the Queen of Barataria may be called upon at any time to witness her honoured sire in process of liquidation? The speculation is not exempt from that drawback. If your father should stop, it will, of course, be necessary to wind him up. But it's so undignified! It's so degrading! A grandee of Spain turned into a public company! Such a thing was never heard of! My child, the Duke of Plaza Toro does not follow fashions. He leads them. He always leads everybody. When he was in the army, he led his regiment. He occasionally led them into action. He invariably led them out of it. In enterprise of martial kind, when there was any fighting, he led his regiment from behind. He found it less exciting. But when away his regiment ran, his place was at the fore. Oh, that celebrated, cultivated, underrated nobleman, the Duke of Plaza Toro. In the first and foremost flight, ha-ha, you always found that knight, ha-ha, that celebrated, 
cultivated, underrated nobleman, the Duke of Plaza Toro. In the first and foremost flight, ha ha, you always found that night, ha ha, that celebrated, cultivated, underrated nobleman, the Duke of Plaza Toro. When, to evade destruction's hand, to hide they all proceeded, no soldier in that gallant band hid half as well as he did. He lay concealed throughout the war, and so preserved his gore, oh, that unaffected, undetected, well-connected warrior, the Duke of Plaza Toro. In every doughty deed, ha-ha, he always took the lead, ha-ha, that unaffected, undetected, well-connected warrior, the Duke of Plaza Toro. When told that they would all be shot, unless they left the service, that hero hesitated not, so marvellous his nerve is. He sent his resignation in, the first of all his corps, oh, that very knowing, overflowing, easy-going paladin, the Duke of Plaza Toro. To men of grosser clay, ha-ha, he always showed the way, ha-ha, that very knowing, overflowing, easy-going paladin, the Duke of Plaza Toro. Exeunt Duke and Duchess into Grand Ducal Palace. As soon as they have disappeared, Louise and Casilda rush to each other's arms. O rapture when alone together, two loving hearts and those that bear them, may join in temporary tether, though fate apart should rudely tear them. Necessity, invention's mother, compelled me to a course of feigning, but left alone with one another, I will atone for my disdaining. Ah, well, beloved, mine angry frown is but a gown that serves to dress my gentleness. Ah, well, beloved, thy cold disdain, it gives no pain, tis mercy played in masquerade. Ah, well, beloved, mine angry frown is but a gown that serves to dress my gentleness. Ah, well, beloved, thy cold disdain, it gives no pain, tis mercy played in masquerade. Oh, Louis, Louis, what have you said? What have I done? What have I allowed you to do? Nothing I trust that you will ever have reason to repent. Offering to embrace her. Withdrawing from him. Nay, Louis, it may not be. I have embraced you for the last time. Casilda. I have just learnt, to my surprise and indignation, that I was wed in babyhood to the infant son of the king of Barataria. The son of the king of Barataria? The child who was stolen in infancy by the Inquisition? The same, but of course you know his story. Know his story? Why, I have often told you that my mother was the nurse to whose charge he was entrusted. True, I had forgotten. Well, he has been discovered, and my father has brought me here to claim his hand. But you will not recognize this marriage? It took place when you were too young to understand its import. Nay, Louis, respect my principles, and cease to torture me with vain entreaties. Henceforth, my life is another's. But stay, the present and the future, they are another's. But the past... That at least is ours, and none can take it from us. As we may revel in naught else, let us revel in that. I don't think I grasp your meaning. Yet that is logical enough. You say you cease to love me? I say I may not love you. Ah, but you do not say you did not love me. I loved you with a frenzy that words are powerless to express, and that but a brief ten minutes since. Exactly. My own, that is, until ten minutes since my own. My lately loved, my recently adored. Ah, tell me that until, say, a quarter of an hour ago, I was still all in all to thee. Embracing her. I see your idea. It's ingenious, but... Don't do that. Releasing herself. There can be no harm in reveling in the past. None whatever, but an embrace cannot be taken to act retrospectively. Perhaps not. 
we may recollect an embrace i recollect many but we must not repeat them ah uh, then let us recollect a few a moment's pause as they recollect then both heave a deep sigh ah casilda you were to me as the sun is to the earth a quarter of an hour ago about that and to think that but for this miserable discovery you would have been my own for life through life to death a quarter of an hour ago how greedily my thirsty ears would have drunk the golden melody of those sweet words a quarter well it's now about twenty minutes since looking at her watch about that in such a matter one cannot be too precise and now our love so full of life is but a silent solemn memory must it be so casilda louis it must be so there was a time a time forever gone ah woe is me it was no crime to love but thee alone ah woe is me one heart one life one soul one aim one goal each in the other's thrall each all in all ah woe is me o bury bury let the grave close o'er the days that were that never will be more o bury bury love that all condemn and let the whirlwind mourn its requiem dead as the last year's leaves as gathered flowers ah oh, woe is me dead as the garnered sheaves that love of ours ah oh, woe is me born but to fade and die when hope was high dead and as far away as yesterday ah oh, woe is me o bury bury let the grave close o'er the days that were that never will be more o bury bury love that all condemn and let the whirlwind mourn its requiem re-enter from the ducal palace the duke and duchess followed by don alhambro del bolero the grand inquisitor my child allow me to present to you his distinction don alhambro del bolero the grand inquisitor of spain it was his distinction who so thoughtfully abstracted your infant husband and brought him to venice so this is the little lady who is so unexpectedly called upon to assume the functions of royalty and a very nice little lady too jim isn't she distinctly jimp allow me offers his hand she turns away scornfully naughty temper you must make some allowance her majesty's head is a little turned by her access of dignity i could have wished that her majesty's access of dignity had turned it in this direction unfortunately if i am not mistaken there appears to be some little doubt as to his majesty's whereabouts a doubt as to his whereabouts then we may yet be saved a doubt oh dear no no doubt at all he is here in venice plying the modest but picturesque calling of a gondolier i can give you his address i see him every day in the entire annals of our history there is absolutely no circumstance so entirely free from all manner of doubt of any kind whatever listen and i'll tell you all about it i stole the prince and i brought him here and i left him gaily prattling with a highly respectable gondolier who promised the royal babe to rear and teach him the trade of a timonier with his own beloved rattling ah, both the boys were strong and stout and considering all things clever of that there is no manner of doubt no probable possible shadow of doubt no possible doubt whatever no possible doubt whatever 
but owing i'm much disposed to fear to his terrible taste for tippling that highly respectable gondolier could never declare with a mind sincere oh, which of the two was his offspring dear and which the royal stripling which was which he could never make out despite his best endeavour of that there is no manner of doubt no probable possible shadow of doubt no possible doubt whatever no possible doubt whatever time sped and when at the end of a year i sought that infant cherished that highly respectable gondolier was lying a corpse on his humble bier i dropped a grand inquisitor's tear that gondolier had perished a taste for drink combined with gout had doubled him up for ever of that there is no manner of doubt no probable possible shadow of doubt no possible doubt whatever no possible doubt whatever the children followed his old career this statement can't be parried of a highly respectable gondolier while well, one of the two who will soon be here but which of the two it is not quite clear is the royal prince you married search in and out and round about and you'll discover never a tale so free from every doubt or probable possible shadow of doubt or possible doubt whatever a tale so free from every doubt all probable possible shadow of doubt all possible, possible doubt, doubt whatever, whatever then do you mean to say that i am married to one of two gondoliers but it is impossible to say which without any doubt of any kind whatever but be reassured the nurse to whom your husband was entrusted is the mother of the musical young man who is such a past master of that delicately modulated instrument indicating the drum she can no doubt establish the king's identity beyond all question heavens how did she know that my young friend a grand inquisitor is always up to date to casilda his mother is at present the wife of a highly respectable and old established brigand who carries on an extensive practice in the mountains around cordova accompanied by two of my emissaries he will set off at once for his mother's address she will return with them and if she finds any difficulty in making up her mind the persuasive influence of the torture chamber will jog her memory but bless my heart consider my position i am the wife of one that's very clear but who can tell except by intuition which is the prince and which the gondolier submit to fate without unseemly wrangle such complications frequently occur life is one closely complicated tangle death is the only true unraveller try we life long we can never straighten out life's tangled skein why should we in vain endeavour guess and guess and guess again life's a pudding full of plums care's a canker that benumbs life's a pudding full of plums care's a canker that benumbs wherefore waste our elocution on impossible solution life's a pleasant institution let us take it as it comes set aside the dull enigma we shall guess it all too soon failure brings no kind of stigma dance we to another tune string the lyre and fill the cup lest on sorrow we should sup hop and skip to fancy's fiddle hands across and down the middle life's perhaps the only riddle that we shrink from giving up exeunt all into ducal palace except louise who goes off in gondola enter gondoliers and contadina followed by marco gianetta giuseppe and tessa bridegroom and bride not that insoluble voices all voluble hail it with pride bridegroom and bride we in sincerity wish you prosperity bridegroom and bride when a merry maiden marries 
sorrow goes and pleasure tarries every sound becomes a song all is right and nothing's wrong from today and ever after let our tears be tears of laughter every sigh that finds a vent be a sigh of sweet content when you marry merry maiden then the air with love is laden every flower is a rose every goose becomes a swan every kind of trouble goes where the last year's snows have gone sunlight takes the place of shade when you marry merry maid when a merry maiden marries sorrow goes and pleasure tarries every sound becomes a song all is right and nothing's wrong gnawing care and aching sorrow get ye gone until to-morrow jealousies in grim array ye are things of yesterday when you marry merry maiden then the air with joy is laden all the corners of the earth ring with music sweetly played worry is melodious mirth grief is joy in masquerade sullen night is laughing day all the year is merry may at the end of the song don alhambra enters at back the gondoliers and contadina shrink from him and gradually go off much alarmed and now our lives are going to begin in real earnest what's a bachelor a mere nothing he's a chrysalis he can't be said to live he exists what a delightful institution marriage is why have we wasted all this time why didn't we marry ten years ago because you couldn't find anybody nice enough because you were waiting for us i suppose that was the reason we were waiting for you without knowing it don alhambra comes forward hello good morning if this gentleman is an undertaker it's a bad omen ceremony of some sort going on he is an undertaker no a little unimportant family gathering nothing in your line somebody's birthday i suppose yes mine and mine and mine and mine curious coincidence and how old may you all be it's a rude question but about ten minutes remarkably fine children but surely you are jesting in other words we were married about ten minutes since married you don't mean to say you are married oh yes we are married what both of you all four of us bless my heart how extremely awkward you don't mind i suppose you were not thinking of either of us for yourself i presume oh giuseppe look at him he was he's heartbroken no no i wasn't i wasn't now my man slapping him on the back we don't want anything in your line today and if your curiosity's satisfied you can go you, you mustn't call me your man it's a liberty i don't think you know who i am not we indeed we are jolly gondoliers the sons of baptisto palmieri who led the last revolution republicans heart and soul we hold all men to be equal as we abhor oppression we abhor kings as we detest vainglory we detest rank as we despise effeminacy we despise wealth we are venetian gondoliers your equals in everything except our calling and in that at once your masters and your servants bless my heart how unfortunate one of you may be baptisto's son for anything i know to the contrary but the other is no less a personage than the only son of the late king of barataria what and i trust i trust it was that one who slapped me on the shoulder and called me his man one of us a king not brothers the king of barataria well who'd have thought it but which is it what does it matter as you are both republicans and hold kings in detestation of course you'll abdicate at once good morning going oh don't do that marco and giuseppe stop him well as to that of course there are kings 
and kings when i say that i detest kings i mean i detest bad kings i see it's a delicate distinction quite so now i can conceive a kind of king an ideal king the creature of my fancy you know who would be absolutely unobjectionable a king for instance who would abolish taxes and make everything cheap except gondolas and give a great many free entertainments to the gondoliers and let off fireworks on the grand canal and engage all the gondolas for the occasion and scramble money on the rialto among the gondoliers such a king would be a blessing to his people and if i were a king that is the sort of king i would be and so would i come i'm glad to find your objections are not insuperable oh they're not insuperable no they're not insuperable besides we are open to conviction yes they are open to conviction oh they've often been convicted our views may have been hastily formed on insufficient grounds they may be crude ill-digested erroneous i've a very poor opinion of the politician who is not open to conviction to gianetta oh he is a fine fellow yes that's the sort of politician for my money then we'll consider it settled now as the country is in a state of insurrection it is absolutely necessary that you should assume the reins of government at once and until it is ascertained which of you is to be king i have arranged that you will reign jointly so that no question can arise hereafter as to the validity of any of your acts as one individual as one individual linking himself with marco like this well something like that and we may take our friends with us and give them places about the court undoubtedly that's always done i'm convinced so am i then the sooner we're off the better we'll just run home and pack up a few things stop stop that won't do at all ladies are not admitted what not admitted not at present afterwards perhaps we'll see why you don't mean to say you are going to separate us from our wives oh, this is very awkward only for a time a few months after all what's a few months but we've only been married half an hour <gasps> kind sir you cannot have the heart our lives to part from those to whom an hour ago we were united before our flowing hopes you stem ah oh, look at them and pause before you deal this blow all uninvited you men can never understand that heart and hand cannot be separated when we go a-yearning you see you've only women's eyes to idolize and only women's hearts poor men to set you burning ah oh, me you men will never understand that women's heart is one with women's hand some kind of charm you seem to find in womankind some source of unexplained delight unless you're jesting but what attracts you i confess i cannot guess to me a woman's face is quite uninteresting if from my sister i were torn it could be borne i should no doubt be horrified but i could bear it but marco is quite another thing he is my king he has my heart and none beside shall ever share it ah me you men will never understand that women's heart is one with women's hand do not give way to this uncalled-for grief your separation will be very brief to ascertain which is the king and which the other to barataria's court i'll bring his foster-mother her former nursling to declare she'll be delighted that's settled let each happy pair be reunited viva his argument is strong viva will not be parted long viva it will be settled soon viva then comes our honeymoon exit don alhambra then one of us will be a queen and sit on a golden throne with a crown instead of a hat on her head and diamonds all her own with a beautiful robe of gold and green i've always understood i wonder whether she'd wear a feather 
I rather think she should. Oh, tis a glorious thing, I ween, to be a regular royal queen. No half-and-half half affair, I mean, but a right-down regular royal queen. She'll drive about in a carriage and pair, with a king on her left-hand side, and a milk-white horse, as a matter of course, whenever she wants to ride, with beautiful silver shoes to wear upon her dainty feet, with endless stocks of beautiful frocks, and as much as she wants to eat. Oh, tis a glorious thing, I ween, to be a regular royal queen. No half-and-half half affair, I mean, but a right-down regular royal queen. Whenever she condescends to walk, be sure she'll shine at that, with her haughty stare and her nose in the air, like a well-born aristocrat. At elegant high society talk, she'll bear away the bell with her howdy-do and her how-are-you and I trust I see you well. Oh, tis a glorious thing, I ween, to be a regular royal queen. No half-and-half half affair, I mean, but a right-down regular royal queen. Oh, tis a glorious thing, I ween, to be a regular royal queen. No half-and-half half affair, I mean, but a right-down regular royal queen. And noble lords will scrape and bow, and double themselves in two, and open their eyes in blank surprise at whatever she likes to do. And everybody will roundly vow she's fair as flowers in May, and say how clever and whatsoever she condescends to say. Oh, tis a glorious thing, I ween, to be a regular royal queen. No half-and-half half affair, I mean, but a right-down regular royal queen. Enter chorus of gondoliers and contadine. Now pray, what is the cause of this remarkable hilarity? This sudden ebullition of unmitigated jollity? Has anybody blessed you with a sample of his charity? Or have you been adopted by a gentleman of quality? Replying, we sing, as one individual, as I find I'm a king, to my kingdom I bid you all. I'm aware you object to pavilions and palaces, but you'll find I respect your republican fallacies. As they know we object to pavilions and palaces, how can they respect our republican fallacies? For everyone who feels inclined, some post we undertake to find, congenial with his frame of mind, and all shall equal be. The Chancellor in his peruke, the Earl, the Marquis, and the Duke, the Groom, the Butler, and the Cook, they all shall equal be. The aristocrat who banks with coots, the aristocrat who hunts and shoots, the aristocrat who cleans our boots, they all shall equal be. The noble lord who rules the state, the noble lord who cleans the plate, the noble lord who scrubs the grate, they all shall equal be. The lord high bishop orthodox, the lord high coachman on the box, the lord high vagabond in the stocks, they all shall equal be. For every one who feels inclined, some post we undertake to find, congenial with his frame of mind, and all shall equal be. Sing high, sing low, wherever they go, they all shall equal be. Sing high, sing low, wherever they go, they all shall equal be. The earl, the marquis, and the duke, the groom, the butler, and the cook, the aristocrat who banks with coots, the aristocrat who cleans the boots, the noble lord who rules the state, the noble lord who scrubs the grate, the lord high bishop orthodox, the lord high vagabond in the stocks. For every one who feels inclined, some post we undertake to find, congenial with his frame of mind, and all shall equal be. Sing high, sing low, wherever they go, they all shall equal be. Then hail, O king, whichever you may be, to you we sing, but do not bend the knee. Then hail, O king. Come, let's away. Our island crown awaits me. Conflicting feelings rend my soul apart. The thought of royal dignity elates me, but leaving thee behind me breaks my heart. Addressing Janetta and Tessa. Farewell, my love. On board you must be getting. But while upon the sea you gaily roam, remember that a heart for thee is fretting, the tender little heart you've left at home. Now, Marco, dear, my wish is here. While you're away, it's understood you will be good, and not too gay. To every trace of maiden grace you will be blind, and will not glance by any chance on womankind. If you are wise, you'll shut your eyes till we arrive, and not address a lady less than forty-five. 
you'll be pleased to frown on every gown that you may see and oh my pet you won't forget you've married me and oh my darling oh my pet whatever else you may forget in yonder isle beyond the sea do not forget you've married me you lay your head upon your bed at set of sun you will not sing of anything to any one you'll sit and mope all day i hope and shed a tear upon the life your little wife is passing here and if so be you think of me please tell the moon i'll read it all in rays that fall on the lagoon you'll be so kind as tell the wind how you may be and send me words by little birds to comfort me and oh my darling oh my pet whatever else you may forget in yonder isle beyond the sea do not forget you've married me and oh my darling oh my pet whatever else you may forget in yonder isle beyond the sea do not forget you've married me during which a zebek is hauled alongside the quay then away we go to an island fair that lies in a southern sea we know not where and we don't much care wherever the tile may be hauling on boat one two three haul one two three haul one two three haul one two three haul with a will when the breezes are blowing the ship will be when going when they don't they will when all they stand still we shall then away we go, go, go to an island fair we, we know not where and we don't care wherever we are and we don't much care wherever that isle may be away we go to a balmy isle where the roses blow all the winter while where the roses blow all the winter while hoisting sail then away we go to an island fair that lies in a southern sea then away we go to an island fair then away, then away, then away. The men embark on the Zebek, Marco and Giuseppe embracing Janetta and Tessa. The girls wave a farewell to the men as the curtain falls. End of Act One.